Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. And for today's episode, we have a fellow SPT on the podcast today. And Kevin is here with us. We are so excited to talk to you and hear your story. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to just dive into everything. Yes. So to start things off, we would love to hear uh, your PT school journey and how you got um, into PT. Yes, for sure. So taking it way back, I didn't really even realize I wanted to go into physical therapy for like quite a while. I think I really pulled the plug on like going all in on trying to apply and go the whole route of PT school, like right before, like pretty soon before I needed to submit applications, like you know, it was like junior year, sometime in the middle of it, where I really decided, okay, this is what I want to do. Because beforehand, I didn't really have a clear direction. I kind of just knew, hey, I like exercise, and I'm going to do something in this realm, but I have no clue what yet. Uh, and, it, and it was just a lot of just self-exploration, you know, diving into personal training and doing that initially, going through my um, undergrad career in freshman and sophomore year to where I then discovered physical therapy by, you know, uh, with a friend of a friend getting linked up to go and shadow and then being like, oh, yeah, I kind of like this. And, you know, after that initial spot, I remember distinctly, like, there was a moment when I was in, like, a sports PT clinic um, that I was shadowing at. It was, like, my second location. And I was like, oh, yeah, I actually really like this. Like, this is what I want to do. And then from there, I was like, okay, well, now I got to take the Jerry and then do a bunch of stuff. And, uh get into the whole application swing of things like pretty quickly. Um, so it was a pretty quick turnaround from like when I really decided like this is what I want to pursue and then applying to schools, which for me and where I was coming from in my journey, like I was not, if you were to look at my application, like I was not at all like the strongest student. Like probably like if you were to take all the applications of PT students that applied to the schools I applied to, like I was probably in the bottom tier, like being honest. Like my stats were not up to par with where I needed to be. I obviously course corrected that, took the necessary courses I needed to retake and did all that. Um, but even then when applying, like I knew I was coming from somewhat of a disadvantage, right? So, you know, going into PT school and the application process, you know, I realized that as long as I could get my foot in the door, the main thing for me was just leveraging my experiences that I've had throughout my time in undergrad, because that was where I really shined personally. It wasn't really so much with the 
rigor of school and the academics, but more so just with the life experiences and PT and personal training experiences, um, as well as research. So applied uh, right after uh, junior year that summer, uh, applied to, I think, five or six schools, I believe six schools, uh, got two interviews and got denied at one interview and then got my other interview right after at where I am now, Western Michigan University. And that, I, I can honestly say the interview, like I anticipated was the one reason I even got in, in my opinion, I don't know. Uh, but that's just how I feel. But yeah, I mean, it was definitely a rocky uphill just journey in every way possible. Um, but I got the one yes I needed. And I am here now in my third semester of PT school, just started my spring semester here and will be going on clinicals right after this semester. So that's insane. You're already done, almost done with your first year of PT school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wild to me, especially you know, especially being in Western Michigan's an accelerated program. So it's two and a half years. And with that, it's crazy to me that it's like, from the time I got out of undergrad, and then it was immediately like a two week turnaround into PT school. And it's just been just flying by ever since. And then now I'm like, wow, in like, you know, a roughly 16 ish weeks, I'm going to be going on my first clinical rotation. That's exciting things are happening. Like clinicals are the best. You'll have to keep us updated on, on how it goes. Um, <laughs> but tell us about your first semester. Tell the people kind of like how that went and what contributed to how it went because you were doing a few extra things outside of the classroom. Yeah. So I'd say my first semester was in a sense more untraditional than most in that so I'll give a bit of context to this. So when I first started personal training in undergrad, I realized that I wanted to do something with this, but I didn't really quite like the whole sp spending my time in person model with everything as much as I liked in person interaction. It just wasn't completely for me just trading all my time for that. Uh, so I quickly found out about the whole world of, you know, online, like remote programming, personal training, all on the online sphere of things. And I started dabbling a bit into that during my junior year of undergrad, but it really wasn't until senior year, like right when I was about to graduate, when I was like, okay, like I really want to try and dive into this for real and kind of go all in on it. Obviously, I then had the realization that, well, I want to go all in on this, but I'm starting PT school in like, you know, four weeks, I think it was at that time. And I wasn't sure what to do. Like, I mean, I was like every other person who has aspirations to kind of do something big or start a business or whatever. Like I had no fucking idea like what I was even trying to do. Um, and I was just so lost. So one thing led to another. And I remember distinctly, I think I was like, I just woke up that one day. I was just scrolling my phone and this guy who I've been following for quite a while, his name was Brian DaCosta on Instagram. He's a pretty, uh, pretty quote unquote famous like IG influencer um, in the fitness sphere. And um, I've been following him closely for like a long time. And I was originally part of one of his Facebook groups. And I remember him making kind of like a pitch for uh, a new like business mentorship that he was just starting to mentor people with and it was going to be the small like close container where he was going to personally just mentor a group of us together to like launch and scale our online businesses and 
I remember seeing that and I was like, oh my God, like I really want to do this so badly, but I start PT school in like four weeks and I'm like, what do I do? And I quickly realized like I've already, I've been doing like personal development stuff and everything up to this point for such a long time that I quickly like, as soon as I had that thought, I was just like, you need to just snap out of it because you, you're going to say that right now is not the right time to yourself, but it, you're going to be in PT school for the next two and a half years. Like, it's never going to be a good time to do it. So I was like, huh. considering that, I was like, I might as well just do it now. So I like pulled the trigger, signed up for the fitness coaching mentorship, which I mean, the investment itself obviously kind of made me like shit myself. Uh, but I did quickly realize that you know, the whole, the old like adage of you need to pay to pay attention. Like I kind of realized that I needed to actually make an investment and put some skin in the game for me to actually take it seriously. Cause I've been trying to do this on my own for the past year and had some success, but it wasn't anything major. So I was like, okay, I can't try and just figure all this out myself. I can't just be this stubborn. Like I need to actually ask for help from someone and get it somewhere else. Cause I'm not going to find these answers. So let me just learn from someone who's actually walked these footsteps and I can kind of just learn from them and just absorb everything that he was teaching. So long story short, signed up for the mentorship, started PT school like a few weeks later. And that was a whole roller coaster because PT school, as everyone listening to this probably already knows, uh, is just a crazy, crazy ride of you are like the most busy you've probably ever been in your whole life low in academic career and you know my first semester was primarily gross anatomy along with two other classes a palpation class and a uh, patient skills care management class where we learn all the like basic skills of transfers and all that documentation putting it all together had my first like practical in that class like all on top of gross anatomy and everything and to do all that on top of you know trying to one do this business mentorship where there was a time commitment to it obviously with me going through the course and video modules attending the weekly calls with my business mentor for like the next 12 weeks um and then just collaborating in the group and asking questions and then doing all the back end work to launch the business in addition to coaching the clients i already had um and then trying to do all that together on top of PT school, when I, I when I also had many other individuals tell me you are crazy and you should not try and work whatsoever during PT school because it's not going to work and you're going to completely fail out if you try and even do that. From professors to other students to you know uh, just everyone that I kind of knew at the time was just like, especially when I told them what I was trying to do, they kind of just looked at me like, you're out of your goddamn mind. Like, what are you even trying to do here? Like, no one really got it. No one really understood what I was doing. Thankfully, I have like really supportive classmates. So they're all kind of behind me with all of it. But yeah, just it was a crazy time commitment, to say the least, to try and balance launching a business, coaching clients, and doing a whole in-depth business mentorship while going through my first semester. And I'm not going to say it was pretty. Like, the, my first semester wasn't. Uh, I got through it, but it was not pretty by any means. And, I mean, I could I attribute that to trying to do everything I was doing? Sure. Um, but I will say that I was okay with the sacrifice that needed to be made in other areas as well because I knew that what I was doing now was setting me up for – long-term success down the road.
And I was trying to play, and in my mind, I was trying to play the long game and knowing what the vision is that I'm trying to create for myself, you know, two, three, four, five years plus down the line and knowing I need to be taking these necessary action steps now to make that a reality in the future. So realizing that, hey, the long road is a shortcut. I'm going to need to play the long game here and delay some gratification and just put my head down here for the first semester and going on uh, just to make things happen for me, um, you know, two, three, four, five plus years down the line when I'm out of PT school and living that vision that I had for myself before I started this whole journey. That's amazing. And for everyone listening, if you, you know, like you said, you wanted, you had this vision for yourself before starting PT school and you're, you're already thinking about that. And so many people, you don't just sit down and, and think about the vision that you want for yourself because you're like, all right, let me get through PT school. You know, I might have the setting that I want to be in, but really taking the initiative and honestly taking a leap when you knew you were about to start a very challenging first semester of PT school, invest in our business and fitness mentor and, and do all of that while also balancing um, your own clients is absolutely incredible. And it, it does come with a lot of discipline and like you said, keeping your head down. But knowing that you started this now is really going to put you ahead and already is putting you ahead of the game when it comes to being done with PT school. And what is your vision for when you graduate and what do you want, um, what do you want to have for yourself? Yeah, so going off of that, you know, just real quickly, I remember when I, when I signed up for the business mentorship, I had like uh, one I had the first week of it, like the week before I started PT school, I was already here going through orientation and everything, but I remember distinctly. So with this business mentorship, we also had um, my good coach uh, and friend, Matt Yates, who was a life coach along with um, Brian DeCasa in this mentorship. And, you know, we all know the importance of mindset and everything just before going into any endeavor. And that's why we had Matt as our life coach in this as well, going through it. And I remember distinctly, the first week when I was going through the module, I think it was like the second, the second exercise I think we had to do, like it was a whole thing on just vision mapping and just seeing for ourselves, like, you know, what it, like going through a whole bunch of exercises just at the end, like write out this whole manifesto essentially on, you know, what is the vision that you are trying to create for yourself, you know, five, 10 years down the line, you know, what do you really want? Because and I'm going to answer your question real quick. Sorry, I'm going off on a little tangent here with that. Um, but, you know, I, I quickly realized from him, he put it to me very simply in that, you know, with what I want to achieve and what I want to do and the success that I want to have, that it's very quite simple when you get down to it. And it's just identifying what do you want? What's the vision you want to create your, for yourself? And then uh, taking action on that. You don't need to know the how. You don't need to know how you're going to get there, what you need to do to get there. You don't need to know any of those steps. All you need to know is just what's your end goal, what's the vision that you're trying to aspire to achieve, and then just take massive action on that. The rest will figure itself out. And that's kind of everything that I've carried along for me throughout this right now. So to directly answer your question, when I was doing this manifesto and everything, you know, I realized that my vision for myself might change even in the next year or two years. Um, but, you know, as of right now, you know, like 
it's interesting because if you were to ask me before this whole thing started and before I even invested in this coach, um, I always wanted to go into business for myself. But if you were to ask me like a few years back, I would have told you that I wanted to start a brick and mortar business, you know, be a PT clinic owner and go about it that way. Not to say I won't do that necessarily, um, but it has shifted a little bit when I've kind of explored the realm of what is actually possible in this space. And I, you know, see the vast possibilities that are out there. And, you know, for me now, it's more so like, in addition to maybe having something in person like that, you know, I also really want to delve into this whole online sphere, like fully, you know, continue the fitness coaching I'm doing now in the online sphere, but also combine with that, everything that I'm getting from my physical therapy degree. And, you know, whether that comes in the form of, you know, telehealth or what have you, my whole thing is just, I don't want to just be a clinician that sells physical therapy to people because I know that I can do so much more than that. And I know that I have so much expertise in all these other areas that I can do much more than that for many people. You know, I want this to be a whole just wellness program for people. Like I want this to be not just I'm going to help fix your rotator cuff and get you feeling better and out of pain, but more so I want you on a whole holistic level, you know, from your body composition to your nutrition, to your actual uh, pain and rehab process to just transform in all of these areas together and not just focusing on the whole cliche classic physical therapy model of it. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but for what I see myself wanting to do and wanting to create, I see it as something more than that. And I see it as more of just a whole lifestyle change and shift with the individuals that I want to work for and I will work with. And I want to do that on a large scale with this online platform, because I know that if I want to reach as many people as possible and really have the goal that I have of like, you know, changing hundreds of thousands of lives, like I need to be online to do that. Because as much as I love in-person interaction, my mission can't be accomplished by just focusing solely there. And I probably will have both components to it, but it's definitely shifted over the past few years to, and I, I'd attribute that shift again towards just realizing what is actually out there. Because I think if you would ask me a few years ago, like I didn't even know you could do telehealth. Like I didn't know that you could even do a whole online sphere of things. I didn't even know that you didn't necessarily have to sell physical therapy and that you could actually, you know, provide something else of service to other people and just have the PT background and the knowledge and the rehab process be a byproduct of the services that you're providing to them. So that's my kind of long winded answer on as of now, what I'm trying to create and my whole vision, which will very well change probably in the next two, three ish, you know, plus years, but that's what I have right now. That's really awesome. And I like how you bring up telehealth and, um, you already see that you can't be one-to-one and still create the same vision that you have for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. You've got to be one-to-many. And I think it's really awesome that you're doing that. And just so people get a little bit of a background, like how long have you been personal training and how did that transform when you did start with with your business coach and all of that? Yeah, good question. So I, it wasn't actually too long and like, I wasn't actually in person training for that long before I decided to kind of gradually make the shift. Um, I started a little bit 
the beginning of my freshman year, but then sophomore year is when I took it a bit more seriously, started to learn more, get my certifications and, you know, start actually training people in person. Um, I did that for my whole sophomore year. And then going into junior year, I did that a little bit more. Uh, I kind of cut back a bit because I was just getting burnt out from it so much. And, you know, junior year was when I really just started to finally see that possibility there in the online space and was like, you know what, maybe I should like try my hand at dabbling in this. I started coaching some clients for free back then. I think I had like two hours coaching for free just to kind of get my feet wet and get some experience in that area. And I realized how much I really enjoyed it and how great it was to not have to just sacrifice all of my time for such little in return. Um, and, and even then, like I wasn't honestly charging to be frank like what I probably should have like I was still new to this whole thing and I was probably undercharging myself if I look back on it and I mean once I then got into my senior year you know so about two years almost of personal training in person before I then fully made the switch online and just scrapped the whole in-person model fully and just went all in on the online realm to just scale it that way you know that was when you know i really made that shift and it was scary because before that i i was always of the mindset like oh i can't do anything online you need like you know thousands of followers to do that like that's not gonna happen like you gotta have this whole like social media presence for that to even happen but then like you know going through the business mentorship first one mind you because i'm in a second one right now which i can talk about a little later if you want but my first one you know when i was talking with brian you know the first thing i learned from him was just like hey like you only need like a few like loyal followers that really buy into what you're all about and that's really all you need to start this whole thing you don't need this vast like influencer status online to really create the life that you want for yourself like you as my as my coach matt puts it you have everything within you right now to create the result that you're desiring for yourself you don't need to seek that from anywhere else you don't need to find that anywhere else you have that all within you all the answers are within you it's just kind of uncovering that and that's how he puts it to me as his job is just i have everything i already need within me even before i started this whole business mentorship program his job was just uncovering that all within me and making myself see that and then finally make that come to fruition, which that's kind of how I got started in the whole thing. And that was, that's kind of the backstory I have to my in-person training model and then progressing that, you know, pretty gradually, but then uh, just taking the leap completely into online personal training. And for the students who are curious about some numbers or like how this actually made a difference in your life, um, what was the in-person personal training? I know you said you weren't charging what you should have at the beginning. Um, yeah. And then transforming to online, like how did that make a difference in your life? Man, huge. Uh, like it's one, like it's the whole like just, you know, trading your time for money thing. That was the big thing for me. And I mean, like when you, when you're like in-person personal training and everything, especially if you're, thankfully I was able to really quickly go to doing it in person, just kind of on my own um, with my own clients and not having to rely on like a big box gym or anything for clients. But if you were to rely on like a big box gym for clients, like I know many people end up having to, or choosing to rather, um, then, you know, they take a commission off of that and you're not really making that much at the end of it. And even 
going on my own charging rates in person like you know like sure maybe i was charging like you know 80 dollars an hour now or something like that but that was so really low compared to like what i wanted and what i knew like i could charge for myself with the expertise i had especially as the years went by um, when i finally made the leap into online training and then i got my first few clients with the whole after doing all the back end work and you know really learning the business principles behind it like just what i was charging like to put it in perspective you know now like for my like premium coaching program like i'll tr i'm charging like 1500 you know for 12 weeks for that versus what i ended up starting with which was when i first began personal training online was virtually nothing and then in person was around like 80 or so dollars an hour um so right now i'm able to charge you know upwards of 1500 for 12 weeks of premium coaching to just working with also a select few clients. That's a big thing for me because with how busy, you know, PT school and everything is as much as I'd like to event to grow and have like 50 plus clients, I, I'm just going to not sleep if that actually happens. So to take care of my own well-being as well, um, I realized, you know, and I realized it even more with the second business mentorship that I'm currently in right now, because the point is even distressed up even further where let's just, let me just work with a select, you know, five to 10 or 15, you know, clients and charge this more quote unquote high ticket premium offer to an ideal client and have that be the core basis of my messaging and my offer where I'm not having to then trade an exorbitant amount of time for money anymore. And I'm able to make the income that I want to make um, without having to spend so much time working with clients and trying to reach a large number of them. So just trying to really narrow down and niche down so much that, you know, I can finally charge what I'm worth and not have to spend a crazy amount of time on it as well. That's, that's huge. And for what you're charging, um, upwards to 1500 how has that impacted your life in regards to being a PT student and being able to have that money set aside for whatever it is that you're um, paying for, whether that be rent or utilities or even, um, you know, like targeting some of your loans? Yeah. Uh, what have you been able to do with generating an income while you're in school? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is obviously just paying for all the normal stuff that I need to pay for without having to worry about taking out extra loans for it. So, you know, rent, food, all that, you know, just not having to stress about that as much. And then, you know, more, more importantly, just really trying to make sure that, you know, I'm getting my education with the least amount of debt possible. Because uh, we all know, like, I mean, that's not pretty. We don't all, we don't want an exorbitant amount of it. Um, and if I hadn't started this whole online training thing, then I would have a large amount of loans, you know, coming out of school. And I would have faith, obviously, that I'd be able to pay it down as soon as possible, considering I always had the mindset that I wanted to go into business for myself. But, you know, why not start now? Like, I don't have to wait until I am graduated and two to five years plus, you know, working for someone to then be like, okay, now I have the experience to start a business for myself when it's like, oh no, I can actually just do this now and just start now and set myself up so I can get out with very little to almost no loans, you know, and being, and being in the least amount of debt possible. 
hopefully like my goal is to have like if I keep scaling at the pace that I'm projecting to scale on and the amount that I'm wishing to scale on, you know, my goal is to really obviously get out as low as possible, but ideally like nothing, you know, when I'm out of school and, you know, that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't just decide to take the leap and just start now. Cause I, I'm glad I did that because if I didn't, I'd be, you know, two to five years post PT school, just stressing about how I'm going to pay all these, all this debt off. And then possibly even reconsidering going into business for myself. Cause it's scary enough wanting to go into business for yourself, but then wanting to do that on top of having all this debt to then worry about as well, obviously is off putting to many. And I can definitely relate with like, it's scary to want to start a business business, but then have to deal with all of that as well. And um, and then I'm also of the mindset where it's like, you know, I have, I can take the most amount of risk now and be okay with it versus later on down the line. Like right now is the time where I can really maximize everything to the fullest extent. So why not take advantage of the time now? You know, I, I, I'm just trying to, for me, just as my business mentor puts it, you know, with investing in her, like collapse time as much as possible and really just maximize these early years. Like I'm only like 21 guys like i'm just i'm trying to maximize these early years like as much as possible so you know by the time i'm out of pt school and it's like five years removed like i'm in a very good spot you know life-wise financially wise and everything and you know i'm in a comfortable spot where you know i'll probably then start another business or whatever i have the plans for at that time but it all just comes with starting now you know if you have that you know for anyone listening to this it's like if you have that inkling to like want to do something now that you know in your heart like man, if I could really do this, it'd be really cool. Like, just do it. Like, don't, do not wait around for it. Cause you're going to be busy all throughout PT school. You're going to be busy when you get out of PT school. You're going to be busy when you're working that clinic job. Like there is no perfect time. Like just do it now. And if you're wondering to yourself, if you can make it work, aside from myself being an example, like you just need to get resourceful and just really figure out how you're going to maximize your time while you're in school. Because as much as there is a crap ton of studying and lecture time and everything that goes along with it, you can carve out one to two hours a day, hopefully, for most people to start working on stuff. And like, as my new business mentor puts it to me as well, like, she's always like, you don't need to spend 10 hours a day on your business. Like, just give me two quality hours a day, six days a week, and you're well on your way. And I've realized like, yeah, like, let me actually just focus on the big picture stuff that's going to move this needle forward. That way it's like, oh, now I can actually balance my time doing well in my academics as well as, you know, really taking this business seriously and putting in just a few quality hours, you know, spread out across the week. Like that's really all it takes. And just start small, start with what you know, what you have. Like if you can invest in someone, great. If not, you know what, spend that free time trying to figure stuff out and just read as much as you can listen to as many podcasts as you can and then eventually maybe get to the point where you can actually find someone that you kind of vibe with and you think that would be wise to invest in because I've always been incredibly stubborn and still am and try to figure stuff out on my own and then I quickly realized that I'm wasting so much time by doing that and I could get the results that I'm wanting to create for myself so much faster by just finding someone who actually knows the whole thing has been in my shoes before and you know has all the steps necessary the quote-unquote formula if you will where it's like i just need to do this and i know that i'm going to be successful by the end of this so 
let me just invest in someone to get that. Let me not waste five plus years. I wouldn't say waste, but just spend a crazy amount of time trying to figure that out. Cause that's the thing too. It's like, I'm, like I said earlier, just trying to maximize as much as time as possible. And, you know, for me to do that required me having to learn from someone else. I couldn't be trying to figure this all out on myself. If I was trying to do this on my own, I'd be trying to still figure it out when I'm done PT school. Like it, it wouldn't end. Like I just keep consuming content and then not figure anything out by the end of this. And then I'd be at the end of PT school wondering what did I just do the past two and a half years, you know? So yeah, that's my long winded answer there. I talked a lot. <laughs> That was amazing though. That was great because you brought up several good points. One of them being, if you didn't invest in yourself, like you wouldn't be where you are now. And I think that's so important for students to hear because students, do you know how much you're investing in PT school? Do you really know? Like, are you really still hesitant to invest a couple hundred or a couple of thousand dollars in something non-traditional in order for you to learn how to make all of that back and pay off your student loans? Like just put that into perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you paid for coaching, but I'm sure yeah, as hell I'll, is less I'll, than PT school. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be very honest. Like, I mean, my, my first mentorship, because I was kind of in with, you know, Brian and everything, like it was really, it was a very small investment putting in perspective. Like it was only like a few hundred dollars. Like it wasn't yeah. a big thing. This one that I just did, because I got to the point where I could make this financial investment for myself, even though it was still scary. Like, you know, it was a 5k investment, you know, paid in full and, Yes, it's a lot. But like you said, when you put in perspective of what you're paying for a semester, it's like pennies compared to that. So I get not everyone has 5k lying around just swing on a business coach, you know, but you can find someone who there's a there's a coach for everyone. Like you do not have to spend 5k on a coach like I did. But you know, like I did at the beginning, you can spend a few hundred bucks on a coach and there's plenty out there that charge just that much. And if you're still saying that you don't have a couple hundred dollars, then I'd encourage you to get resourceful and find that somewhere because you can. And I'm sure everyone is able to, you know, get a few hundred bucks together in some form or another. There's many different ways you can do that and find someone who you think um, will be a good fit for you. It does not require a crazy amount of money to find someone to coach you. It really, it really doesn't. You are just hitting on so many points and it is truly your choice. We keep bringing this up. We've brought it up in a lot of episodes now, but when you think about it, investing a few hundred dollars, even a few thousand now, not going to be the perfect time ever even as a student, even after PT school, to be able to learn all these skills that you're currently not being taught and then think, okay, like I'm learning all these things. So then you can do your own thing. If you want to work for someone else, you can leverage your skills and say, I can do X, Y, and Z for your clinic. And then you get paid for that. And so there's just so many ways you can do it. But I think the biggest thing is investing in a coach because as like, you don't want to do all this by yourself. It's a lot. And um, even for Sarah and I, like we have a coach and we have each other to bounce ideas off of, but there is no way in hell we would be in the position where we are without a coach and without accountability. And that, I mean, that's so huge. So 
And I mean, going off of that too, like I mentioned earlier that like I always knew I wanted to start a business for myself. And that was like another thing too, was that when I invested in this the first time around, it was like, I, I thought to myself, I was like, wait, I'm telling myself that I want to, you know, eventually, you know, be a clinic owner and run a business like after PD school. I have no business knowledge. And I'm like, I realized like, I'm not learning. And I've talked to a couple of classmates about this because a few other classmates have the same, you know, realizations as me. And it's like, we don't learn these skills. Like you mentioned, like in PT school, like you're not learning to be a clinic owner or a business owner or all these marketing strategies and all these business principles, like you are learning none of that. So if you were to say that I'm going to, for me, like if I was to say like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, go into business for myself and do this right after PT school, you know, I'd be getting out of PT school and then, be even more lost because I'm like I have all these clinical skills but I don't know what I'm doing like what do I do to even start this thing at least now like even like worst case scenario this didn't even happen but if I had made none of my investment back like even with this business mentorship at the and I did but even if I didn't at the very least I have all this knowledge that I can then take and directly apply the second I get out of school and just collapse time even further and not have to spend even more time trying to figure stuff out post PT school. You get, I get out and it's like, oh, I already know all these business principles. Even if I wanted to apply to in-person again, like it's all the same thing. Principles are principles. It doesn't matter where you learn it from. It all revolves around the same core things. So if anything, like income's great and all, and I think everyone should aspire to do something I wouldn't say similar, but at least do something for yourselves, you know, during this time, at the very least do it for, you know, the knowledge that, you know, you're going to get out of it, that you'll be able to apply immediately directly after school. Because if you don't, you know, whatever, and maybe running a business isn't for you, but whatever that is, you know, at least spend the time now to learn about it because you're just going to do yourself so much of a favor when you get out and you don't have to spend that extra time after school to try and figure that out. You can just hit the ground running as soon as you graduate. And can you speak to the coach you have now? So how has that been? Um, what are the maybe differences that you've seen in the coaches? And is it different things you're learning going through this one? Mm -hmm. Good question. So I'd say it's, it's interesting because like I wouldn't say they're like drastically different. Um, because again, like principles are principles and I kind of learned like the main ones going through my first mentorship, but I'd say this one in particular, granted, it was also like a very, it was a much higher price tag. So I kind of knew going into it, like, okay, I probably going to be getting more out of this, but you know, let's see. Um, yeah, I was completely blown away because it, so with this coach in particular, I think the biggest difference for me was just truly like I had an idea of this beforehand, but now just truly having a solid marketing strategy in not just knowing what to do, but also just why I'm doing everything, everything that goes into buyer psychology and persuasion, how I'm writing my copy for those who don't know copies, just what you're writing under your captions on a post, on a blog, whatever it is, and just how I'm structuring that in specific different ways to get that ideal client that 
niche that I have, that main person I'm trying to target and get them to be like, wow, like, you know, this person's in my head, like they really get me. They know what I'm about and, you know, really buy into what it is I'm trying to sell for them to give them that transformation. So I think the biggest thing I, while I learned this in my first mentorship, I think in the second one that I'm in now, it went into even greater detail, more than I could have ever thought on just everything that's behind just the whole psychology of just, you know, how you market to someone, you know, that the main principles remain the same, which I went into a bit more detail on with, you know, finding your ideal client, knowing the niche that you're trying to target, getting real specific and granular on that, and then marketing and writing all your content and everything you do towards that one specific person in your mind. All those principles remain the same. A few mindset things that I definitely appreciated that kind of went along with the whole vision mapping thing I outlined earlier, uh, which just went into even more detail, um, which I really appreciated. And just, I think the next biggest thing aside from that whole piece on just marketing and attracting more clients in a real authentic way was just just like I got good support during my first mentorship but this one that I'm in now like it's ridiculous like I like there are I don't get on these calls all the time because there are so many of them that I can't even count but like I have my main call with my business coach you know every single week but then in addition to that we have other business coaches in our mentorship that do supplemental calls like three times a week to answer our questions in a group format. In addition to that, we then have an accountability call where we get matched up with an accountability coach, essentially just another business coach who's coaching us in our program. And they, uh, and we get on a call with them each week to be like, Hey, what did you do? What did you not do? Why didn't you do that? And what are you going to do this week to make sure that you actually do do that and just keep you on track with the strategy and everything you're doing to make sure you're not falling behind, which was a big piece for me, just having someone to keep me accountable to that. Um, aside from the money you paid for it, but just having someone there to really just get on me like, hey, like, why are you not doing this thing? Like, you know, you need to be doing this thing. Um, and then lastly, uh, mindset ses sessions that we have calls for every single week on a Friday. Yeah. So every single week, we also have an hour long like mindset call with a, another coach that our mentor has brought in to kind of coach us. Uh, so I think in total, we have like five or six calls during a whole week, each one of them is like, you know, 90 minutes or so. So it's a crazy amount of support time, in addition to just being able to message them one on one on just anything that I have going on. So Biggest things for me was just, yeah, the whole marketing side of it. I'm really diving to that in even greater detail. And then just the whole support system behind everything I was doing. It was more than I could have ever honestly hoped for with that. And can we talk about the timing? So I know many students are listening to this and up to this point, they're like, oh, that sounds great. You mean I can make more money? I can come out with less debt, da, 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 da. But I don't have time for that. Um, can we just talk about that briefly? Um, when do you do the calls? Are you doing it during lunch breaks? Like um, before you go to bed? What, how are you timing it? Yeah, so our, so my, the main, the one main call that I make sure like no matter what I get on each week, which is with my business coach that keeps me accountable is, um, you know, every Monday after class, you know, we schedule the time out where, you know, for this 90 minute block, like I have nothing else going on. I can make sure no matter, even I, I could have the craziest week possible, but I know I have this hour and a half block of time that I can keep to myself and, you know, spend time with them. And in addition to that, like most of the calls that I do, if I do get on the other calls that we have during the week, which I do, they always occur 
there are so many of them that I'm able to find a spot that works for me because I'm able to do it, you know, after class, you know, after, whether it's directly after class or after class when I've already, you know, gotten all my, you know, schoolwork and studying done for the day. And then now, you know, it's like a couple hours before bed. So I'm like, okay, let me just hop on this call now and like dive into this. Um, like to, to put it in perspective, like, I mean, I'm this other mentorship course I'm in now, which is an even greater time commitment. Like I'm doing this. I did this, you know, I started it in like the middle of the fall semester um, that I was just going through, which was a, I want to say a 19 credit semester, I think 19 credit semester. And then right now I'm in like a 21 credit semester, I believe doing this all. Um, so like, can you, it's not like, I always tell my clients too, like, it's not about like, oh, like I don't have the time for it. Like, yes, you do. You just got to make the time for it. Like if it's, I always say like, instead of saying, I don't have time for it. Just tell yourself that it's not a priority to me. Which one stings harder to you? It's probably the latter. So it's just not a priority for you. If it truly is a priority for you, you will make the time somewhere. Like I still find the time to get all my schoolwork and studying done outside of classes. I make the time to get on these calls. I make the time to still work out, you know, four or five days a week, like in the mornings before I go to class and still make time to coach all the clients I'm coaching. Now, do I have to make sacrifices elsewhere at times with say like social life or chilling on Netflix or something like that? Sure. Um, but it's a necessary sacrifice because I know that, you know, I get to do all this and I'm doing this for me. So I'm okay with delaying that short-term gratification for the long-term reward. So it's all about just asking yourself, you know, make a, make a list of, you know, what are your top three or so priorities that you're wanting to focus on for me you know that's you know my academics my fitness routine and my business okay those are my top three priorities let me schedule all my time around this if i have extra time at the end of the week after all that has been accounted for awesome if i don't well i got my top three priorities accounted for i can't ask for anything more right so it's just really just focusing in on what is the major thing that aside from school that maybe you want to focus on. Maybe it's just one other thing for you that you want to focus on after, you know, all the school stuff is done for. You're not studying 24-7, guys. Like, you have time outside of class. You are, you are not even, like, you are not even studying, like, you know, six-plus hours a day, typically. Like, you have time at least an hour in a day, every single day, to do something for your personal self to go further, whatever that thing is for you, you know, carve out that time, block it out in your schedule and dedicate it towards that one thing that you're trying to do. And that's really all there is to it. It's not that complicated. Everyone has the time. It's just whether or not it's a priority and you want to make time for it. Rewind. If anybody is listening, just rewind to that last five minutes because you are speaking to so many people and it's just, it's incredible what you are doing for yourself and for your future. And I, I'm going to say this because this is why Sarah and I have this vision for students and you are fulfilling the vision of becoming a debt-free SPT, getting through PT school, and then having all of these skills and changing your life um, right now and even in the future. And so I just want to 
like everything that you've said on this episode has been so valuable and for everybody who is listening and like we've talked about even if you have an idea and you're you don't know how to initiate it then all of these things that Kevin has been saying start start doing your research start looking at YouTube videos or reach out to people on social media that you admire and they're doing what you want to do so so many things but if people want to reach out to you where can they find you because after this episode so many students are are going to say okay i need to make a change and i want to do this for my life so where can they reach out to you to uh, to contact you yeah, so easiest way is probably on my, you can probably just you send me a DM on Instagram. It's probably the easiest way. I, I go through it every single day. Um, Kevin Hamidi, SBT. Uh, I'm sure you guys will link it somewhere. Um, you can just find me there. Send me a message there. I will gladly respond to anything you have to ask, whatever it is. I'm happy to give advice on anything. Or if you just want to talk through stuff, you know, I'm there for you too. Uh, so that's probably the easiest way to reach me there. See everything I got going on. That's probably where I'm most active. So yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Kevin. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. And I'm sure we'll stay in touch. Um, we're going to have to have you on next year, hear how second year goes, how your clinicals go, and how all of this has been working out for you. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain this. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.